Hello and welcome to the podcast. I did not specify which one because this is a shared episode between the martial arts podcast with Phil Elmore and Surviving the News. Uh, I'm not going to be doing a regular episode of either podcast. Rather, I'm going to be reading you hate mail comments. And I actually have one that's complimentary as well that I want to share that kind of goes with both. But the martial arts podcast with Phil Elmore and Surviving the News, uh, my news and commentary podcast, they are small, uh, unnoticeable. They are nothing and no one. I recently experienced the, the tiniest bit of viral success on TikTok of all places. How do you do, fellow kids? And uh, I don't know, it, it kind of put in perspective the fact that there's almost no one listening to this. If you're watching this, you are indeed almost no one. And I mention that not as a kind of, not as a way of like begging for praise or as um What's the term? Uh, humble brag? <laughs> but rather as a way of underscoring uh, something that will become readily apparent later. And that is when people post on any of my podcasts and they are particularly hostile, I, I always know that there's an agenda there um, because it's not coming from some random stranger who happened across my broadcast and was offended and had to leave an angry comment. I would love to be offending people to that degree uh, because down that path lies success. If I could just figure out a way to offend enough of you in just the right manner to make the podcasts wildly successful, believe you me, I would be. So uh, I, what I did was I went through the comments and I had to go through the emails for both podcasts on YouTube uh, to find the comments that I wanted because in a lot of cases what you get are people who will leave an angry comment and then immediately block you, thus making it impossible to see the comment unless you dig back through the email where you got the notification if by chance you had notifications turned on, which I did. So not really sure what you think you're accomplishing when you leave an angry comment that you took time enough to write out at great length and then you rage quit and block me before I can read it. Now. If I type a comment to you and then block you so that you can't comment further on the channel, you can still come back and look. But if it goes the other way around, you're really kind of defeating the purpose. So anyway, the the first example of a comment, and I'm going to bookend this with stuff involving my news and commentary podcast, because like it or not, my martial arts podcast, while it's not meant to be political, there are politics involved. And I cannot not interject my political perspective into my take on martial arts and self-defense. For example, if you are a Democrat, you have no business either teaching self-defense or expecting that anyone should take your advice on self-defense seriously. I'm sorry, it's impossible. And that is because the Democrat Party stands for policies that make self-defense explicitly illegal. The Democrats want to ban guns, and I'm not here to argue if you're like, no, we don't, we just want reasonable something, something control. The goal of the Democrat Party is to take guns out of the hands of law-abiding citizens and make sure that only the people the the Democrats designate have firearms. That is a fact. It is indisputable. It is part of their platform. Uh, I don't care what lip service Democrat politicians pay to uh, enabling you to to defend yourself. They don't want you to defend yourself. They want you to be a victim. Uh, And the Democrats demonstrate this all the time with their soft on crime policies, such as these insane no cash bail uh, regulations where we arrest people for violent crimes and then just let them go so they can go commit more crimes. Um, If you are a Democrat, you are working at cross-purposes 
to the goal of self-defense. You are working against success in self-defense. And I apologize. I know that those of you who are Democrats do not want to hear this any more that folks in the, uh, than folks in the UK want to hear it when I tell them that self-defense is essentially illegal in the UK. It is also illegal in Canada. Justin, or what's his name? Trudeau. Um, I wanted to call him Gary Trudeau for a minute. That's the guy that writes Doonbury. But uh, Justin Trudeau has said in explicitly that you do not have the right to self-defense in Canada. He would much rather see you victimized, harmed, raped, murdered than to see you successfully defend yourself. So uh, if at any point you are tempted to get angry at me because of these truths, these are indisputable factual truths, I'm sorry, you have no grounds on which to argue. Um, you can either be for self-defense and enabling people to defend themselves, or you can be a Democrat. You cannot be both. Um, so now that I've just, maybe I've achieved my goal of offending everyone. And everyone on one side of the aisle anyway. Uh, this guy write, he wrote, um, in a, this was in response to a video that I did about how Democrats do not support rights. This was on the Surviving the News podcast. It's also on the Surviving the News YouTube channel if you want to watch it. Um, and I said, going through the Bill of Rights, there is no right in the Bill of Rights with a couple of qualifications that Democrats support. They don't support freedom of speech. They don't support freedom of assembly. Uh, they certainly don't support the Second Amendment. Uh, they want to censor everyone who disagrees with them. Uh, they want the government to be in control of everything and to have unconstitutional power over every aspect of your life. The only thing that Democrats passionately support is uh, sexual deviancy and the quote-unquote right to murder your baby in the womb. Um, they want you to be able to murder your baby all day long. It's very, very important to them. Um, I don't believe that that's covered in the Constitution, that, which is not to say that if it's not in the Constitution, you don't have a right to it. The, the Constitution actually explicitly says otherwise. You know, Just because we codified protections for certain rights in here doesn't mean we're saying these are the only rights that exist. That was what the Founding Fathers had to say about that. But, um, you know, basically, this uh, quote-unquote right to abortion, it's not a right that you have. It's not about your body, it's about someone else's body, namely the baby's body, and it's not a right. I'm sorry. But that is the only thing that Democrats really passionately support, is sexual deviancy and abortion. Um, everything else, they're not down with it. And so I said as much, and I gave my, it's not like I just got on, you know, I think, uh, uh, I think Eddie Murphy might have joked about this when he was talking about Bill Cosby calling him up to yell at him for being profane in his act, which is quite ironic given that Bill Cosby is a monster, apparently. Um, but Eddie Murphy said, well, you know, there are some jokes in between the curses. He doesn't just get up, swear, and say, thank you, good night. And I thought that was pretty funny at the time. But, uh, you know, I gave my rationale for why I think Democrats do not support rights. I did not just do a podcast where I'm like, Democrats, they suck. Am I right? Okay, thank you, good night. Um, there was rationale in there. There was explanation for why I believe that. And of course, this guy couldn't engage that. So he wrote, this is a perfect example of what's wrong in politics. Mindless drivel for the sole point of bashing everyone who disagrees with you. Terrible. Well, no, it wasn't mindless at all. There was a, a definite rationale behind what I was saying. You could have chosen to engage with any of those arguments, but you did not. It is telling that you could not defend for example, Democrats support for Second Amendment rights, Democrats support for the First Amendment, um, Democrats support against uh, uh, unreasonable search and seizure. You can't defend any of those things because Democrats very much want to violate the Constitution in those regards, have said so explicitly many, many times, are very vocal about it. It's in their party platform. All you have to do is have half a brain to be able to read and interpret what you're reading. Uh, but no, it was mindless drivel. 
anytime you have to do that rather than engage with an argument, I know you've, you've already lost. You're, you're not making an argument. You just want to throw rocks. Uh, so I told him to take his NPC talking points elsewhere, and he lied and said, NPC, I'm not familiar with that slur. First of all, it's not a slur unless the the nation of non-player characteritania exists and is, you know, the, their embassy is offended. Uh, like, NPC is not a slur, it is a term for non-player character, and it refers to the people who have no thoughts in their heads except for what Dr. Fauci and their televisions tell them. They are people who do not have opinions of their own and who subscribe to collectivist Democrat groupthink. And then they get up there and they recite their talking points and that's all they have. Uh, it's the only thing, the only response they're capable of. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't people on the right side of the aisle who pretty much do the same thing. Um, I have some people of my acquaintance who share my politics, but of whom I'm not especially fond, because when they make political arguments, while I happen to agree with the conclusion they're trying to drive to, it's as if they've only half learned the steps to get there. They don't really understand the argument they're making. They are essentially repeating things they've been told, but repeating them in this game of telephone where They've misheard some of the sentences in between, and it just comes out a garbled mess in a MAGA hat. And I, I just, I'm not a fan of that approach to reasoning. I'm not a fan of stupid people in any form or on any side of the aisle. It is a fact, though, that I believe that if you look at the objective facts of reality, the right corresponds to what is far more often than the left. That is why I choose to be a right winger. I didn't wake up this morning and like, click a radio box in my internal settings that says I'm a Republican and then just choose to stick to those talking points regardless of, of what's happening in the world. I arrived at my opinions through an analysis of what's going on out there based on my reason as best as I'm able. Um, it annoys me when people do not give me the credit for having engaged in that process. Um, you can disagree with me all day long and I believe that all adult friendships are based on the idea that two people can disagree and then walk away going, well, that guy's wrong. But what you can't do is just assume that I'm stupid or lazy and I must insist on holding opinions you don't agree with because I just failed to be persuaded by your brilliance. And if only I wasn't so intractable, I would agree with you. I mean, that's arrogance. That's self-obsession. Um, I lost a friend of 20 years because he seemed to think that it was illegal for anyone to hold opinions that were against his own and also be his friend. I mean, I can't imagine the kind of arrogance or self-absorption you would have to have. Um, anyway, the follow-up. Uh, NPC, I'm not familiar with that slur. Instead of fomenting anger and outrage like your idols at Fox, Newsmax, and OAN, why not try to add something positive to the public discussion? Well... I am adding something positive to the public discussion. I am correctly pointing out the fact that one side does not respect the Constitution, and that is bad. I notice that they're only about positivity when they are being criticized. When the President of the United States is calling me and everyone who didn't vote for Joe Biden a domestic terrorist who's a threat to the very fabric of this nation, a very threat to democracy, they suddenly have nothing to say about that. It's very... Uh, I think it's uh, might be Matt Walsh who likes to say that it's not a double standard. It's one standard where they get to say anything they want and we just have to shut up and take it. Um, suggest how we might come together, he adds. Well, we can't come together. You want to do things that are unconstitutional and I would prefer that you not. I would prefer to stop you. There is no coming together. 
It's like saying, how much slavery is okay? Is a little bit of slavery okay? I happen to think not. Is, is a little bit of murder acceptable? Can we compromise on the amount of murder? No, nah, I don't think so. I support the Bill of Rights in our democratic institutions, he writes. No, no, he doesn't. He's a Democrat, and therefore, by definition, he does not. Um, he says, I like Republicans, Democrats, and Independents. We're all Americans. Not only do you not like Republicans, and you probably have a distaste for independence, but you do not believe we're all Americans. Your side believes that my side should be cast out of America, cast out of the public square, unpersoned by big tech, uh, silenced and marginalized. That is what you believe. Uh, it is apparent in everything you do and say. So, all right, let's see what's next. Um, okay, here, here was a good one. Uh, this was on the martial arts uh, podcast. Why would a man with obvious wisdom and training such as yourself need to have a separate blog where you hide your real identity? Doesn't that dilute your actual achievement in the community? Um, this is what we call concern trolling. That's where you wring your hands and pretend to be very concerned with the well-being or the outcome of someone else so that you can criticize them. Uh, while I would agree with you that I am a person of uh, what did he call me? Uh, obvious wisdom and training. <laughs> I mean, yes, I'd like to think I correspond to that description. Um, most of the time, people tell me that I'm fat and have glasses, so that's uh, it's a nice uh, it's a nice change, nice change of pace. Um, but as for me having a separate blog where I conceal my identity, I do not. This was a rumor started by a couple of people who basically spent a lot of time accusing me of being all sorts of people. I was first going, I was supposedly one anonymous blogger. Then I was supposedly another anonymous blogger. Then I was supposedly the author of an alt-right racist webcomic, which I am not. Um, it's arguable whether or not that webcomic answers to that description or not. It could go either way. I've seen some that are on the line. But no, I am a writer. As a writer, I like to take credit for my work. I do not publish an anonymous blog. I do not publish anything anonymously unless I am paid to ghostwrite. Now, I have ghostwritten many books and publications, including magazine articles, for other people. I guarantee that you have read my work on the martial arts if you spend any time reading about martial arts or self-defense online. Um, I've written for Harris Publications for multiple magazines within their realm. I've ghostwritten all kinds of martial arts textbooks and nonfiction books. Um, but that's only when I'm paid. If I'm doing something and nobody is paying me to do it, my name is on it because I'm taking credit for my work. And I really hate being given credit for other people's work. It's really annoying to me. As a writer, I do not want credit for someone else's stuff. First of all, because I may not like it and I may not want it attributed to me. Um, so, no, I do not have an anonymous blog. I guarantee you, if an opinion of mine is making you angry, I signed my name to it. And I'll repeat it in your presence, and I'll tell you, I'm glad it made you angry, because uh, you are not going to stop me from having my opinions. No one is. Okay, moving on. Um, this, was on a, this was on a video that I did on the difference in efficacy be between cutting and slashing and stabbing and thrusting. I do not understand this comment. The comment was, rich parents, huh? Uh, no. <laughs> I wish I came from money. I do not. I, I don't know if the fact that the video was filmed in my office with some of my crap on the wall, I don't know if something about my collection of cat posters, cats dressed as samurai, 
Um, I don't know if something about that just screams opulence. But no, I, I do not come from money. I am not a particularly wealthy man. I do okay for myself. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't understand this. I don't understand this comment. And it, it perplexes me because I don't get the criticism. Normally, you can see where the criticism is coming from and you can shoot it down. But no, I do not have rich parents. Uh, my father is deceased. Uh, and my mother, while she does okay for herself, has never been wealthy. Um, she's remarried. So... So yeah, I no, not particularly wealthy. Um, this was by the same person, and this brings me to a point I was going to make before. If you post a comment, if you post hate mail or hate comments or whatever on anything that I do, and you are you are someone completely unknown to me, and yet your level of hostility implies some sort of personal knowledge, all you're doing is telling me that you're a guy who I do know who uses a variety of fake identities in order to be insulting because you're a coward and you want to be able to say mean things to me, but you don't want me to know who did it. So the comment was, uh, so you resorted to these stupid title screens to sell your episodes? Well, you were already taking pictures of your face all the time regardless, LOL. I don't know if you understand how YouTube works. But YouTube videos with thumbnails in which the title is very visible in the thumbnail and that include a picture of the person recording the video, it's a proven marketing fact that those are the videos that do best. I have never done a lot of marketing where my YouTube channel is concerned. And recently I got some advice from a guy who is a professional salesperson who said, you should do the thumbnails for your videos. You should make sure that the title matches something that you say in the first 30 seconds of the video. Um, it's all about getting engagement and eyeballs on the video. If you want this to ever go anywhere, you know, right now my channel is nothing. Nobody watches it. Nobody, I don't have any views worth speaking of. I have 20 subscribers, you know, it's, it's, but if you ever want that to change, you actually have to put the work in. Now, if this is the person I believe it is, that this person is notoriously lazy. Uh, and therefore, I'm not surprised that anyone going above and beyond to try and move something forward, to try and take a hobby and turn it successful, I'm not surprised that they are bothered by that. As for me taking pictures of my face all the time, I'm the one in the videos. Every single one of my videos has my face in it because I'm in here. So I don't know who else you'd like to be in the video. If I'd had the, the advantage of being born an attractive young woman, I'm sure my channels, my social media presence, my career would be leaps and bounds ahead of where it is now. But I was not born with that particular advantage. So I got to work with what I got. Instead of an attractive young lady, you get this. I'm sorry. So... So yeah, so I think I know who that is. I have my suspicions. And uh, that person is a coward who just wants to say mean things, but doesn't know how to do it or go about it, and so has to hide behind other names and throw rocks. So I'm sorry that my continued, I don't know, I wouldn't even call it my continued success because these things are hobbies. The podcasts are hobbies that I do to force myself to do something fun from time to time because I work all the time. I'm sorry that that bothers you. I might offer that maybe if you had a hobby of your own, instead of throwing rocks at me, you might be a happier person. Uh, then there was a comment from a fellow, we'll call him Tim. 
Tim is a lunatic who doesn't understand at what point someone who is an obvious, dangerous, violent criminal should be considered an obvious, dangerous, violent criminal. And by that, I mean that Tim has repeatedly defended uh, Ron Collins, an individual of my acquaintance about whom I have talked in, in previous episodes of the Martial Arts Podcast. Mr. Collins recently got out of federal prison after doing a four-year stretch on a felony gun conviction or two. Uh, and uh, Mr. Mr. Tim was very disappointed, and his comment was disappointing, to say the least, that apparently I commented on the fact that some martial artists are criminals. Um, I don't know what to tell you, Tim. Stop following my stuff. We don't talk because you have an unhealthy obsession with people who have proven themselves to be dangerous criminals. So stop commenting on my things. Don't watch them. They will continue to disappoint you because we have a fundamental difference of opinion on whether someone who is clearly a violent criminal should be considered as such. Go do something else. My things are not for you. You are not the audience. Uh, okay, moving on. This was on a, I, I did a video about using, I, I believe the topic was polymer spikes, uh, how you use a defensive tool like that. And this guy left a comment, it's not really a hate comment, uh, it's, why would you ever need to do that? It's so brutal, just use a taser. And I was kind of struck by the, the silliness of that comment. Um, something about it just amused me. I mean, uh, first of all, tasers and stun guns are not legal for everyone, so they're not an option for everybody. Second of all, they're not all that effective. Um, they're effective sometimes, but not other times. So there comes a time when you have to defend yourself from potentially lethal force with potentially lethal force. There's no getting around it. We do not live in a kind, happy, safe, nerf-covered world. I I'm, I'm sorry that you feel that this is just too brutal, but maybe the topic of self-defense is one you should avoid. I mean, you can you can go through life engaged in wishful thinking, just hoping it never happens to you. Um, I guess you could do that. It's not really what I would call a long-term survival plan, but, you know, that's your choice. You know, if, if anything I'm talking about just strikes you as, oh, so mean and brutal, then, uh, brother, I don't know what to tell you. I don't think you have the mindset to defend yourself. And that's that's actually a problem that many people have. I used to go to college with a guy named Zach, and I liked Zach a lot. Zach was fun. Zach was also like a child genius. And unfortunately, after college, we got to trading emails. You know, there was a time when you had like an email list with your friends on it, like a distribution list, and you would just email everybody and do an update periodically. That's how we used to stay in touch. And uh, unfortunately, we got to talking about politics. And Zach, while we had never really been much into politics in college, my politics were right of center and stayed that way from the moment I got out of school for the rest of my life. Zach, unfortunately, went in the other direction or was always oriented in the other direction. And he didn't like a lot of what I had to say about politics. And I genuinely lost that friendship because he didn't like where I was at politically, which is, happens a lot. Um, I, I make no apologies for my political opinions. They are what they are. If you don't like them, suck it. I don't care. Um, like, I'm not changing for you. I believe what I believe. Uh, and if you're so deeply offended that I believe what I believe, ask yourself why you believing what you believe doesn't deeply offend me. Uh, one of us is treating the other with more respect. I leave it to you to decide who. But uh, unfortunately, Zach couldn't wrap his head 
around the concept of self-defense. And he summed it up beautifully. I've, I've remembered this for decades. He said, well, even if I had a gun, I couldn't use it on another person. So I can't imagine having a gun is going to save you if you need to protect yourself. And there it is right there. Zach projected his inability to, to engage in self-defense. He projected that onto other people. He was unable to uh, see any way that anyone could be different from him. Uh, and therefore, you know, this projection stopped him from being able to acknowledge the reality of self-defense. So if you are allowing your inner weakness to just project all over other people, I'm sorry, but that's what you're doing and it, it can't be helped. Uh, moving on, I've got a couple more comments here. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I'll hope you can see I sincerely try to approach any disagreement with respect. Shooting down anybody whose worldview differs from yours is really small-minded. Why not approach them with why you think they're wrong? Well, I do. I always explain why I think you're wrong. Uh, and if you can't handle it, I'm sorry. If you, if you want me to be kinder and gentler when I think you're just wrong and I told you why, I can't help you. Um, you might educate them and change your mind. No. No, people do not change their entrenched political beliefs. There's no point in trying. When you argue with other people, it's so that spectators who haven't made up their minds might be swayed one way or another. Um, but me arguing with a, an ardent Democrat is never going to change their mind, ever. Um, and I actually had that conversation in those words. I worked with a woman once who took Columbine very personally when it happened. This is how long ago that was. And she kept bringing up fake gun facts, and I kept shooting them down. Well, guns today are just too powerful. And I explained that actually, you know, an assault weapon is, the whole concept is of a rifle that shoots a less powerful cartridge so the soldier can carry more ammo, et cetera, et cetera. So we went round and round and round. I just kept shooting down her arguments, and I don't really have time to go into them here, but I did. And she finally said to me, in these exact words, you're just not going to change my opinion, Phil. So my facts were not going to sway her in any way. She was too entrenched, and she said so. She was rare among people to say that. Uh, this communication goes on. Uh, it looks like my ongoing attempts to bridge divides and make connections in our fractured era again keeps proving to be a failure. Wow. Uh, high opinion of yourself much? So you condescendingly reaching out to tell people that they're wrong about their opinions is you bridging divides. I, wow. I don't know how you get out of bed every day with such an incredible burden on your shoulders, buddy. Uh, my service and my tone means nothing to people who just want to be combative. Your service? I don't know if you're referring to your military service, which is quite irrelevant, or the service you think you're rendering and bridging divides, but my God, get your head out of your own butt. Uh, I give you my word I won't comment here again. I wish you the best. You never have to do that because if I don't want you to comment on my channel again, I click a little button and you never do. Uh, and then the guy who kept posting as Jack's disappointing pancreas and a variety of other names that all had like three terms in them, they all sounded like that. Uh, he went on and on and on uh, claiming that all of the people that I was arguing with were, were very much legitimate people. He's a real guy. I've never met him, but I've spoken to him on the message board. Uh, he is stationed about 40 miles from where my grandparents live. These guys are trolls. Blah, 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 blah. I want to point out that those guys are real guys. They aren't trolling. Blah, 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 on and on and on. I'm sorry if you have to insist so passionately from behind an anonymous account that has the same construction as all the other anonymous accounts. I just don't believe you. I give you credit for sticking to it. I give you, give you credit for refusing to break character, but you're not fooling anybody. Just like the guy 
who I have my suspicions about in terms of his identity, who needs to be anonymous so he can take cowardly shots at me because he wants to be insulting, but doesn't know how to do it to my face from behind his own account. Just like him, you're a coward. I'm sorry. Now, all that negativity, we're going to wash it away in one fell swoop. Um, I got this comment. This, e this was emailed to me. Someone took the time to find my email and send me this. It was a fellow named Chris, and he wrote, Mr. Elmore, I've read your stuff for years. I was on the Marshallist mailing list at one time. I did have an email list at one time. Uh, I don't use social media for the most part, so I thought I'd drop you an ether mail. <laughs> it's cute hearing it referred to as that way. I'm glad to see your return to surviving the news, because I, I did Surviving the News, my news and uh, commentary podcast, and then there was a big gap where I just didn't have time, and I forced myself to start doing it again, so I'd be doing something fun. Uh, I enjoy your take immensely, even though we seem so alike in thought that I wonder if I just enjoy the echo chamber. Uh, I am also one of the 20, meaning the 20 people who subscribe to me, who really enjoy the martial arts podcast. I'm a lifelong armchair martial historian and have seen some of the crazy in that world. Keep up the good work and I will keep on surviving the news and waiting for you to say something cool. Thanks for the entertainment, Chris. Um, Chris, thank you so much for that, that really kind uh, comment. I did get Chris's permission. I'm not giving his last name on purpose, but I got his permission to read the email uh, on the air. And uh, is it really on the air if it's a podcast? I don't care. Um, so that was it was nice to get an encouraging comment like that. It's easy to focus on the negative. It's e easy to focus on the people using fake accounts to throw rocks at you. It's easy to focus on the cowards. It's easy to focus on the people who don't know what they're talking about. And they want so desperately to disagree, but they're not sure how because they can't support their arguments, so they just have to hurl insults. That is easy to focus on, and that gets a lot of attention. And you're listening to this now or watching this now because when I say hate mail, you immediately go, I wish to hear that. I know I do the same thing. But uh, when you get a comment like that, just so encouraging, so positive, it really reminds you of the upside of doing this. It's really, it's really nice. It's refreshing. So I will leave it on that note. There are still people who listen to this, both of my podcasts, who really enjoy them. Uh, so wherever you're listening to this, whether it's YouTube or it's the Martial Arts Podcast or it's Surviving the News, I hope you will join us for all the others. <clears throat> you can go to linktree slash philelmore. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash philelmore. Uh, and there are links there to all of my stuff, all of my podcasts, all the YouTube channels, everything that I do. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of both Surviving the News and the Martial Arts Podcast. Until next time, pretend I said something cool here and do your best to survive the news.